0: Good evening, everybody. Uh, I'm so excited to be on day two of our 40 days of prayer and just to uh, be on the same page and kind of learning, okay, this is what the book's like, this is what the days are going to be like, Um, and like Aaron mentioned, we're going to be on page 14, so if you guys open your books, um, you'll see where it says the purpose of prayer, um, and there's kind of fill in the blanks, um, and so I'm going to be running parallel with this, so as uh, my lesson goes, you'll be able to follow along and fill those blanks in.
1: Come
0: on now. Uh, but tonight, being able to talk about the purpose of prayer, um, when you learn the purpose of something that you do, it really adds to the heart behind it. Um, and I know that we have a church where everyone would agree that prayer is important. Yes. But learning the purpose really adds a depth to our relationship uh, with God. Uh, a series of prayer wasn't picked to convince the church that prayer is important. We all know that, but it's to develop, okay, what is prayer? What does it look like? Um, What role should it play in my walk with God? Um, And in John 14, 15, and 16, it's kind of a conversation with Jesus uh, and the disciples, kind of uh, his last words with them before he parts ways. Jesus seven times mentions prayer um, because he's trying to get the point across. This is going to be something that's really important. Um, as you you go on and you continue your life um, as disciples. And so we're going to kind of break those down into four uh, categories uh, of purposes for prayer. And so the first one is prayer is an act of dedication. Um, So in John 15, uh, verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Jesus here is kind of inviting us to be dedicated by relying on God. Hey, remain in me. And prayer is a way that we remain uh, in, in Jesus to have a relationship with God. How we rely on our relationship with God. Yeah. It's being able to go, okay, my strength isn't sufficient. Yeah. And so I'm going to remain in you um, as a way of, of dedication. Yeah. And we think, okay, what stops us from having an effective prayer life or remaining in Jesus? Well, it can be pride. The thought of, I don't need to pray uh, to have the things done in my life that need to be done, I can do it on my own strength.
1: Come on.
0: And in, in Rick Warren's lesson, he, he mentioned that prayer is the end of a person and the beginning of God. The ability to go, okay, I, I have an endpoint. I can only do so much. And being able to get to that end point is where prayer begins. And then from there, God takes over. Um, and it, it takes a lot of strength and humility to go. All right, I have an endpoint. I can only do so much, where prayer is going to take over and do the rest. Come on. Uh, number two, prayer is an act of communication. Uh, for most of us, uh, our problems in our lives can be rooted back to miscommunication, right? Yeah. Whether it's with your spouses, at work, um, in the classroom, at the job, like. A lack of communication creates issues in your life, and a lack of communication creates friction in relationships. In the same way, a lack of uh, communication with God creates a friction in our lives.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and we talk to people differently. You don't talk to your boss the same way you talk to a classmate. You don't talk to your spouse the same way you talk to a coworker. Yeah. And so the way we view God is going to predetermine the way that we're going to pray. And in John 15, verse 15, it says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. And so... How does uh, Jesus, how does God view us? As a friend.
1: Yeah. Hey, you're
0: not my, I don't, you're not a servant, because a servant doesn't know the master's business. You're my friend. And if we pause and we think about God as our friend, it's going to change the way that we pray to him.
1: Yeah.
0: Think of when you, when you go and you grab coffee with a friend, the walls are down. When you talk to a boss, the walls aren't down. When you talk to a classmate, the walls are not down. But when you go to a friend, you just want to know, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And to know that God, the Creator, who knows your every thought and knows your every action, goes, hey, I just, I just want to be your friend. Now the idea of prayer is, it's more of a relief than it is a burden. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on.
0: Um, And if, if you view God as a friend, prayer becomes more organic than it does... Uh, more organic and natural than it does feel forced. You yeah. feel like, oh, this is easy. This isn't so difficult. I don't have to plan time to prayer. You just, you just pray because you're talking to a friend. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: And then the third one is prayer is an act of supplication. Um, supplication is a biblical term that means to make a request. Um, with that, you probably think of Philippians 4 6, where it says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. It's like the result of asking is a peace of mind. Like you think the way that you desire your kids to ask you for help. It, and it's, it, you feel relieved knowing that they want the help. I think God looks at us in the same way. He's like, I feel relieved and it gives us a peace of mind because we release the burden of, I need to have all the answers. It's okay for me to ask. Yep. And then in John sixteen twenty three, it says, In that day you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until, ne- or until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Uh, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. God looks at us, He's like, I want your joy to be complete.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But our joy cannot be complete unless we ask. Yeah. And you know, God, He's kind of giving us a blank check. Hey, ask me anything. Now, knowing that when we're connected to the vine, asking anything comes with requests that bear fruit and of spiritual thinking. Um, and I, I was dwelling on the idea of How does this make your joy complete? Um, And I thought of uh, a time, it was the first, it was the week before we started our fall semester, and we had a vision night as a campus ministry. Uh, And Aaron uh, Henderson, he he had a a prayer. He said, I want us to start a six foot ministry. It's like, I'm the tallest guy, and I kind of want some other tall guys. First week on campus, we meet Blake. God said, I will make your joy complete and I'll give you four extra inches. But I, I wonder, how does that make our joy complete? Because it did. But it's because we can't go, oh, this was random. It's not random. But rather we prayed for it so that when we meet Blake, we know, oh, this was the prayer. Now, it's not just, a, oh, this is random. We met some guy and we started the Bible. No, our joy is made complete.
1: Because us asking, God can go, okay, I
0: can complete your joy. Because you've come to me. We can make... Okay, you can come to me and I can answer your prayer and it brings a new life to your walk. Um, We might ask ourselves, what do we pray for? Um, it's, It's in the booklets, but Psalm 145 and Psalm 37 mentions the desires. Like God really does want to give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. He does, but he's kind of sitting there waiting like, are you going to ask? Are you going to ask? And he doesn't want to play games with us. Like in Matthew 7, verse 9, it mentions, he's not going to give you something you don't ask for. He wants to give you the desires of your heart. Uh, Growing up, my my favorite movie, I watched it almost every morning, uh, was Stanlock.
1: Yeah. and Stan Lott is a
0: bunch of middle school kids who like to play baseball in an abandoned lot and so what happens is there's a new kid on the block comes and they kind of show him the ropes hey this is what we do this is how we play and they hit a home run over the fence and he's like oh I'll go get it and they're like no you can't go get it why not well there's a vicious dog behind the fence oh let's ask the homeowner No, he takes kids and feeds them to the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's just this fear of, okay, I can't even go ask, and alright, just forget about the baseballs. Then one day they run out of baseballs, and the new kid on the block goes, okay, I'm going to be the hero. Runs home, walks into his dad's trophy room. His dad's out of town. Grabs an autographed baseball. Takes it to the guys. He's like, hey, I saved the day. And then you guessed it, they hit a home run. Kid starts freaking out like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why? It's just a baseball. I goes, you don't understand. It was my dad's prized possession. It was, uh, it was signed. They go, by who? He's like, I don't know. Some guy named Baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? That was signed by Baby Ruth? What were you thinking? Okay, we've got to get this ball back. And so first, they try to buy one and fake an autograph. It looks horrible. Like, okay, we just got to go get the ball. They create a human crane and try to drop this kid down over the fence. It doesn't work. They create a robot that goes up, and they're controlling it. They try to cut the ball and flick it over, but the dog destroys it. Um, They create, like, a vacuum cleaner to, like, try to suck the ball up, but it didn't work. And so one of the guys goes, you know, guys, I'm just going to hop the fence. Hops the fence, gets the ball, comes back over the fence, but the dog comes jumping over the fence. They go on a wild chase around the town. They end up back in the backyard fence gets knocked over and falls on the dog. But he's standing there with the Babe Ruth baseball. The owner comes out the back and he says, hey, what's, what's going on? What's all this ruckus? Oh, I'm so sorry. We, we lost this baseball and we wanted to give it back. He's like, why didn't you knock on the front door and ask? And that's us. We have these desires. And we will put ourselves... We will put ourselves in harm's way. We are willing to burn ourselves out. We're willing to do crazy things. And the guy's like, Why didn't you ask me? And that's God. Why didn't you ask me? Oh, you wanted that? Why didn't you ask me? And then the guy who owns the house, all right, says, Come on in, let's talk about baseball. Gives them a baseball that's signed by the 19, I think, 27 Yankees, the entire team with Babe Ruth. And God's like, I'll give you that and more. Come on. But all you had to do was ask.
1: Uh,
0: And us asking is not just about asking. Um, Point number four is prayer. Prayer is an act of cooperation.
1: Uh,
0: We cooperate with God's plan when we pray. Uh, God deeply desires His plan to be lived out. And His avenue of us taking part in that is, hey, pray. It's one component, but hey, if you, you can pray for God's will to be done, that's how we share um, in His workings. Uh, John 14, verse 12, it says, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father. This verse is challenging. I can look at it and go, that almost just feels unbiblical. I can do greater than Jesus. I want to find every, every way to say, no, 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 I can't do that.
1: Come
0: on. But why? Well, because Jesus is going to be with the Father, and we can pray. We can win the world over from our knees. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Jesus is saying the whole time, hey, pray seven times in three chapters. Because he knows that we can change the world from this room. Um, Over the weekend, we got to go to a a workshop where Chris Tang spoke. And Chris Tang uh, had woke, he's the uh, minister up in Santa Barbara. And Chris Tang had woken up one day and his vision had been narrowed down and limited. And his his wife says, okay, you need to go see the doctor. And they're like, your retina has been detached. So he had to get surgery. And after the surgery, uh, him, part of the healing process was laying face down for two weeks. And you'd think that this illustration was him setting up, oh, it was so difficult. He's like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Because all I could do was pray. Like, when he spoke, you truly believed that he thought that he could change the world. Because he knows he can. That's right. But do we believe in the same way? I can change the world from my knees. Um, you know, at the end of the month, we're going to have our brothers and sisters from Russia come. And when they come, you just feel connected with them. Oh, like, we love you so much. And they're going to share uh, victories. They're going to share the things that they've been through. They're going to share answered prayers. And we feel like, oh, we're on the same page because we pray for them. So when they share that, we're like, we can make a difference. We really can. We can give financially. But we can also uh, get on our knees and pray for our brothers and sisters across the world. Uh, Prayer moves the hearts that we're trying to reach out to.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. People uh, can reject your appeal um, to know Jesus Christ. They can reject your logic. They can even reject your love. But people are defenseless against prayers. That's right. you pray for someone, you're giving God the okay to move in their life. When you plead with God, He wants to move. He's saying, Hey, I gave you a blank check. Just ask. Um, in Proverbs 21.1, it says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. He directs it like a water course wherever he pleases. Just like a river, God can change the course of a person's life through our prayer. And it's no coincidence, uh, coincidence that Jesus talks about this seven times in three chapters because he wants to see lives change. He's saying you're going to do greater things because he knows that we can ask. And you know what? Satan wants us to uh, he will do everything in his power just to, not, to get us not to ask right. and try to do it on our own effort
1: yeah.
0: when all we have to do is ask. Some of us need a breakthrough in our lives, maybe in, in, in your marriage, at your job, in the classroom, in your walk with God. And prayer can be that breakthrough over the next 40 days. Oh, yeah. If all we do is ask. And I think if we get a room full of people just asking yeah. God, oh my gosh, our minds are going to be blown in yeah. 40 days. That's yeah. right. Our joy will be so complete. Well, I can't wait to get to the minute we can just share with people to answer prayers.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, right, uh, if you guys can, write down this question. What are you lacking in your life right now because you have failed to ask God for it? Again, what are you lacking in your life right now because you have failed to ask God for it? I want you to think of one thing with that question and write it down. Just whatever is kind of weighing heaviest on your heart, when when you think of prayer, That kind of the first thing that comes to mind. If I only prayed for this, I wonder what would happen. Pray for that the next 40 days. Come on. Ask God. He's given us a blank check. And then we'll see what happens. And so as we get in our discussion groups, share what your one thing is. And then at the back of the lesson, you'll see discovery questions. In your groups, discuss the second question. Based on today's lesson about the purpose of prayer, what can you do to deepen your conversation with God? So let's have a great time of discussion in our groups and and talk about those questions.